From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. Thank you. 
atención, atención, que mi alma se inspira, escucha la canción de mi patria querida, a recordarme voy de las cosas de allá y no sé lo que haré cuando llegue a San Juan. Que yo me voy a gozar, que yo me voy a bailar, que yo me voy a gozar, a mi borinque querida, que yo me voy a gozar, que yo me voy a bailar, que yo me voy a gozar, a mi borinque querida. Ajá. Quiero estar en calle, la ciudad de la bruma y vivir como un rey en su región montuna. Ir a Ponce a gozar y que nepas comer y por Yauco pasar a tomar buen café. Que yo me voy. A gozar, que yo me voy a bailar, que yo me voy a gozar, a mi borinquen querida, que yo me voy a gozar, que yo me voy a bailar, que yo me voy a gozar, a mi borinquen querida. comer de aguadilla el pescado y su romo beber aunque muera rajao quiero ir a Isabela con la idea de comparar un gallo de pelea que se sepa fajar ajá
playas más bonitas Y su playa es más chiquita Por eso te canto ahora Oh pueblito mío consentido
Borinque, mi querida Borinque, tu Pedro y tu Rafael bordaron tu cancionero. La vajilla quincalla y vasos blancos en colores. También tengo coladores a cuatro y cinco chavitos. Y hoy me quedo en Puerto Rico vendiendo vasos en colores. Yo me voy para Puerto Rico vendiendo vasos en colores. La hilita del corazón.
Enjoying the show you're listening to right now? If you represent a specific event, product, or service that you'd like to let our listeners know about, why not become an underwriter for this program or for entire blocks of programming? For more information, visit WFDU.FM and click on the Money Matters tab. Scroll down to the word Underwriting and just fill out the form. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of the show. Saludos mi gente y bienvenidos a Que Viva la Música, el show originado por Vicky Sola, con Marisol Cerdera, el rey, King Luis Vázquez y José Calderón. Y que viva Puerto Rico. Marisol, cuéntame, ¿cómo te sientes ser puertorriqueña en este día? 
pa' que tú lo sepas. King Louis, King Louis, tú eres Oripa. Que si que, de pura cepa, baby. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. And yes, between indeed. the maraca, the cowbell, and the pava, we are proud to be here today celebrating Puerto Rican culture in honor of all the Puerto Ricans that are here with us, that are absent from the islands, that are on the islands, and those who have passed on and love Puerto Rican culture. So, with more music, we want to celebrate Puerto Rican culture with each and every one of you. So, WFDU 89.1 FM, Que Viva La Musica, celebrates you. Puerto Rico, Que Viva. Marisol. Yes, my brother. Well, hello to everyone who is listening in. We're so happy to be together. And, you know, it's been a quite a long time, well, several weeks since the three of us, the Quad Squad, And Vicky have been all here in the studio. So the three of us, Louis, Jose, and myself, we're all together. And it's great. The energy is fantastic. We missed each other. And we've come together today, as Jose said, to celebrate Puerto Rican pride and culture, history, music, and all that goodness. The food, the camaraderie, the love, the warmth. And we wouldn't be able to do it today without our wonderful host today, our co-host, Mr. Richie Beltran, who will be joining us at 2 p.m. to present to you his annual Puerto Rican Day Parade show. Woo! Yay! So we, uh, for the first hour, we're going to be sharing some music, celebrating Puerto Rico, and uh, just, you know, enjoying the fact that we're able to gather. We're all emerging from our homes to celebrate live music outdoors and live music indoors and next weekend will be the annual the national puerto rican day parade in new york city so richie will be telling you all about it it is a special year as it's the 65th anniversary of the first parade that took place in new york there's so much history and resistance and love behind it so i know richie will be talking to us about all of that And, and for now, we're going to play more music. We wanted to take a pause uh, to acknowledge the loss of a great Puerto Rican who passed away yesterday unexpectedly to many of us. We weren't aware that he was not well. And I don't know if, Jose, you want to elaborate a little bit more? Well, it's the passing of Willy Sotelo. For those of you who know or do not know, Willy Sotelo uh, commanded and helped Rafael Itier continue the legacy of El Gran Combo de Puerto Rico. And we did not know that he was affected by cancer. He was in treatment. He was hospitalized. And unfortunately, we lost him uh, yesterday. It was surprising to me to see social media and open up and, and discover this news. And so our heart goes out to the family of El Gran Combo de Puerto Rico and everyone who loved the music and the culture of Willy Sotelo, who did a tremendous job helping Rafael Itier, and we know that Rafael Itier is up in his 90s yes. and very difficult. He doesn't play piano anymore. No. And Willy Sotelo was the person responsible for the piano and arranging of the band, and so we mourn his loss. Yes, and he was also the musical director. He came on, I can't believe it's been that many years, he came on with the band in 2006 Wow. as the piano player. I remember the first time I saw, uh, or the last time I saw El Gran Combo with Rafael Itier playing was in Philadelphia. And soon after that was when Willy Sotelo came in as the piano player. And uh, then he assumed the position of musical director. And he also handled all the, the bookings, the schedule, the contracts. And, you know, so he's, he was a staple 
in in the band and Absolutely. you know we just extend our love and condolences to the community I, we know mm -hmm. the salsa community is in mourning again combo is, is going to be celebrating their 60th yes. anniversary this yes. year so you know we we don't know how that will impact that be impacted by this but we just send a lot of love out uh, into the community and his family and all who knew and loved him and worked with him. He was an arranger, composer, musical director, and, um, you know, he will be missed. Absolutely. And before I present our other co-host and, and brother in arms here, we want to thank Ronnie Puente for a yes. wonderful, yes. wonderful show last week. It, what better way to begin the celebration <laughs> of Puerto Rican culture than to have El Hijo del Rey del maestro Tito Puente each and every opportunity we have him two times a year a tradition that Vicky began a few years ago Marisol you probably have the exact uh, amount of years and if you don't it's okay because you know what the most important thing yes. is that we celebrate the fact that Tito Puente siempre será el rey del timbal and Ronnie Puente does it so so well he honors his father with such respect and such love and here with us Again, and this is the first time that we've been together since the fundraising efforts. Yes. Yep. King Louis Vasquez. Yeah. Hi, yes, indeed. See, <laughs> hi, How's everybody doing? How you doing, my beautiful people, my royal family? Welcome to Que Viva la Musica with the Quad Squad once again Bye. together. Bye. Yeah, baby, it's gonna be nice. Uh, this is, uh, uh, of course. One of the shows that you've been waiting for, you know, throughout the year. And, uh, you know, I used to look forward to this show all the time when I used to be just a regular listener, just like you. <laughs> you still are. You're still, still a regular I'm still listener. a regular, regular listener, absolutely. But, yeah, I love the show. And, uh, you know, we can't wait to have uh, uh, Richie Beltran on and uh, tell us the stories and his music and his, the history of Puerto Rico. Because Puerto Rican Weekend is coming up next weekend, baby. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. And you, absolutely. you know, Lou, I thought we were in Puerto Rican Week, right? Because... The week before, leading mm -hmm. up to the event, yeah. there's all these, there's the gala, there's all these different things happening around the city. But they had their first event this year on May 28th. Oh, nice. So wow. now it's like Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican half week. month. That's right. Cualquier excusa para celebrar el mes completo. When you think of Puerto Rican culture, th name three things that come to mind. Marisol. Oh my God. Beach, Navidad, and the flag. King Louis? Bandera, la bandera. May 28th, por ahí, that bandera starts coming up, and everybody puts it on the cars, on the, everywhere, on shirts, and the, the culture, the, 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 the people, la salsa, the music. Yes. Y la comida, and the love that we all share with, for our culture, for the for, for Puerto Ricans in general, for the, the, the food and the salsa, and our the, the love we have for our flag. Absolutely. Well, uh, food comes to mind. Pitorro. <laughs> Yeah. Cuerito. Yeah. Y alcapurria. Nice. Mm, nice. Oh, yeah. Vamos para 116th. Vamos. Vamos, vamos. ¿Quién va a coger el show? La vaca. Well, we're, cele we're celebrating Puerto Rican pride and culture. We're also celebrating a few birthdays today. That's right. I'll let you go first, my brother. Well, someone very special to us that will be arriving the following week. Esther Diaz La Charanera. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, bueno, I want to say a very special happy birthday to my brother-in-law, Richard Nelson Rodriguez. All right. All Mr. Right. Crazy, Mr. Crazy, as I call him. 
I also want to say happy birthday, which was yesterday to two special people. My One of my dearest friends from when we were kids, 14 years old, she celebrated her 45th yesterday. Ooh, right. Yvette Bias, happy birthday. Happy right. birthday, happy Yvette. Birthday. And last but not least, we know there's more birthdays, so as we find out, we'll announce some. But we want to send a very happy first birthday to baby Valentina Herrera, who celebrates Woo! her first birthday yesterday. All right, all right. I have a special birthday shout-out for my granddaughter, Anaya. Happy birthday. G-Pops loves you. Woo-hoo! Happy birthday, Anaya. I will, I will see you Yay! next week. See you at the 116th Street Festival. God willing, I'll see you there. And I want to shout-out my man, Ariel, who came to the house and hooked a brother up with the internet because we were out of internet for two days and TV and ah. So Ariel, Bye. thank you, bro. Ariel, I know you're listening. Saludos a ese Ariel y otro Ariel que estaba de cumpleaños oh, esta yes. semana, Ariel González. Right. Right. And in the West Coast, our brother Roberto Ramos. You know what he says? The three things that come to mind when he thinks of Puerto Rican culture is bandera, salsa y comida. Bye. Thank you, Bye. Bye. Roberto. And let's continue with the music because you know what? There's a lot of Puerto Rican things that we're going to transpire in our conversation. So right now, music is best. Vaya. Vaya.
campo florido Viene el solero cantando Con un pregón repetido Traigo la yuca y el mango En el año 1800 Que era rumbero, cantaba su pregón bien bueno. Ecuajei, borinqueando, borinqueando. Oye, que escucha mi ritmo, que sabrosito. Yo vengo, yo vengo, yo vengo de la tierra de la y bendito.
Metropolitan campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. Hi, como no. You are tuned into Que Viva La Musica, and this is the annual show that you've all been waiting for with our good friend and family member, Richie Beltran, the Puerto Rican Heritage Show, the Puerto Rican Parade Show, Puerto Rican Weekend Show, all of the above. <laughs> we can't wait to have him on, and uh, yes, he's going to be with us momentarily. So, stay tuned. We're here with... Uh, the Quad Squad, Que Viva La Musica Quad Squad, Vicky Sola, Marisol Sendera, Jose Calderón, and me right here. Así es, así es, así es. Estamos orgullosos de estar aquí celebrando cultura puertorriqueña. Yo soy cubano de descendencia, pero soy puertorriqueño de corazón. Yo soy cubano de puertorriqueño, ¿cómo es? Ah, no, pero se me enredó la lengua, porque dije una cosa y el micrófono no estaba prendido. Que dije que soy descendiente cubano, pero soy puertorriqueño de corazón. Y me da mucho orgullo estar aquí celebrando la cultura puertorriqueña. Vamos a saludar a unas cuantas personas que están escuchándonos y están en sintonía. Tato Pete, ese no se oh, pierde yeah. ni un show. <risa> Él parece que está pegado del asiento con la radio pegado del oído. Me imagino como un pedazo de tape alrededor de la cabeza con un transistor en el oído. Marcelina la Filipina, mi hey, querida Marcelina. Hey, happy, happy belated birthday. Iris yes, Santiago, yes. también la queremos. Yes, yes, Floyd indeed. Cueva, lo queremos, mi hermano. Absolutely. Ralph de León, Delira Ortiz. Digo, Debra Ortiz. Aunque dice ahí Deliro. Yo deliro por Debra. 
Deborah Ortiz, Dalia Morava, mi querida Vaya. hermana, Lucy Álvarez, uh -huh. Blanca Díaz, uh -huh. Angélica Fuentes, and Chris the Rebel, rebelde sin causa, pero nice. que viva Puerto Rico, que viva Vaya, Puerto Rico, digo 10 veces corrido, viva Puerto Rico, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, to kick off Puerto Rican celebration, we have with us, as every year, Mr. Richie Pertra. Richie! Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> nice. You guys are not the only ones with a cowbell. <laughs> awesome. I'm on the speaker. Is it coming through okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Any clearer, and you'd actually be here. And we're happy All to right. have you here. Which I wish I would be there. Maybe we should explain what's going on, you know. Um, It's to your discretion, um, Richie. Yeah, my wife and I are the proud grandparents of little Benicio. And as you may or may not know, uh, children under five years old, there's no vaccine for them. So we babysit Benicio twice a week, most of the times, and um, we've been very cautious about exposing ourselves, um, you know, and, and perhaps getting uh, the COVID and spreading it to little Benicio. So we've been very cautious. That's why I'm not in the studio. Of course, I'd love to be there with you guys uh, rubbing shoulders, but as you know, or, you know, that studio is very tiny. Yep. Mm -hmm. So... Marisol and I worked it out. You know, we decided that we'd um, do some pre-recorded stuff and send a list of music uh, to play, and that's how we're going to handle it today. The best I could do to continue the tradition, which was started uh, by Vicky Sola back in the 1990s. You know, in 1999, Vicky asked listeners to send in stories about growing up as a Puerto Ricano in the U.S., And I sent her a short memoir, which was the genesis for my pastel production story. She read it on the air and invited me to come back and be part of uh, the following year's show. And that's why uh, you guys are stuck with me today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your friend for life. <laughs> yes, we love you. Yeah, man. This to is the, the 23rd year uh, that we've been doing this. I missed it one year when my mother passed away. But other than that, I've been involved in one way or another. You know, this is the 65th annual Puerto Rican Day Parade. The first parade was held on April 13th in 1958 in El Barrio. And I remember my mother taking me to the parade. It was already on Fifth Avenue, so it was a few years later. And I clearly remember that. And the year, the madrina of the parade uh, was the mayor of San Juan, Felisa Rincón de Gautier, which was the first female mayor of any major city in the Caribbean. And I remember that. My mother said, mira, esa doña Fela, mira doña Fela. And that was a memory that I today you know the parade was created to foster unity among the new migrants and to preserve our culture and traditions and of course now it's on fifth avenue from 44th 
to 79th Street, and it's being billed as the largest cultural event in the United States. Each year, one of 78 municipalities in Puerto Rico is honored, and this year it's Cidra. Cidra is a town in the center of the island. If you divided the island up into three parts, um, it would be, from going west to east, it would be the third part, the beginning of the third part of the island, somewhere in the middle in the mountainous areas of Puerto Rico, and the people there are called Cidreños. And this year, the Grand Marshal is the U.S. Secretary of, Ec of Education, Miguel Caldona. The madrina, or godmother, is Angie Martinez, the radio personality, actress, and rapper. You know, she's got all the bases covered with Puerto Rican, Cuban, and Dominican roots. Un triplete, decimos en Puerto Rico. And the padrino, the godfather, is Jose Antonio Cartagena, a.k.a. Fat Joe. They gave us chubby guys to play this year in the parade, I think. We're having Fat Joe as the godfather. And um, the tradition, well, I already discussed that. So, following the tradition of the show, I've chosen musical selections of salsa, bomba, plena, and musica jibara, all with the Puerto Rican theme. I pre-recorded three of my short memoirs that reflect my Puerto Rican roots. And also, sometime during the show, we'll work it out. I'll be talking about a recent Supreme Court decision that you may or may not be aware of called the Baello Madera case that negatively impacts Puerto Ricans on the island and in the diaspora. So, before we begin the show with a beautiful poem by the poet Yeyo, I want to say that I'm dedicating this show to, and I get emotional, to all the children in the U.S. that leave for school in the morning. Yes. And I'm not sure if they're going to make it home after class. So, Marisol, without further delay, let's hit it with Soy Boricua by the poet Yeyo, and I'll be back periodically during the show, you know, to talk a little more about various things. Thank you for having me. Enjoy the show. Esto es una poesía para Puerto Rico. Dice, yo soy de donde el sol inspira la palma a llegar al cielo, de donde el mar seduce la arena al compás de un bolero, donde las montañas son pinturas de campeche y los paisajes poesías de Martí, donde los pájaros cantan versos de Rafael Hernández y cuando cae la tarde canta el coquí. Soy de donde es tradición asaltar con panderetas, cuatro y trompetas, brindar con pitorro y freír bacalaitos en manteca. Yo soy de donde se vivía con la puerta abierta, se tomaba siesta y se hacía la visita al vecino. Donde el caballo camina a paso fino y el gallo pelea con espuelas puestas. Donde las gallinas bochinchean lo que pasa en la finca y el ratón te vela por si la verja la brinca. 
Soy de donde crece la caña, el café y el tabaco. Donde se venden las chinas por saco y se mata hasta el rato. Yo soy de donde la laguna brilla cuando extraña la luna. Donde el cielo le regala a la tierra fortuna a través de lluvias, manantiales y ríos. Donde se vive en bohío y solo hace frío en el pico del toro. Donde la familia es el tesoro, la institución de todo. Yo soy de donde todo se come con arroz y habichuelas. Donde se le pide la bendición a abuela, a veces prendiendo velas. Yo soy de la casa de la salsa, la bomba y la plena. Donde el ritmo te sube por las venas, de los pies a la cabellera. Soy un monte en la cordillera, soy un roble, soy un palo de mango, soy un flamboyán, soy un palo de limón. Soy de donde se hacen carreras de cobito, soy de donde canta el jibarito. Soy de donde la R suena como L y que no se me quede el ay bendito. Soy de donde se hace sofrito con pilón y maceta, donde el nativo es de pura cepa, donde el tranquilo saca pepa. Yo soy boricua, pa' que tú lo sepas.
leyenda que existió bajo el ardiente sol puertorriqueño un alma libre y una voz de rebelión en la llanura
Qué bueno es ser borincano, decirlo con mucho empeño, llevarlo a orgullo, mi hermano, ser puertorriqueño. Qué bueno es ser borincano, decirlo con mucho empeño, llevarlo a orgullo, mi hermano, ser puertorriqueño. Nenolai, 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 nenolai. Miren si es bonito ser de Puerto Rico, que en el mundo entero somos poquititos. Miren si es bonito ser de Puerto Rico, que en el mundo entero somos poquititos. Beban sus cócteles, coman sus carnitas, para mí pasteles y un palo de cañita. Beban sus cócteles, coman sus Veo que ya lo nuestro, lo nuestro, nuestro, nuestro no es. Bien lo dice la Biblia, Caín mató a su hermano Abel. Veo que ya lo nuestro, lo nuestro, nuestro, nuestro no es. Bien lo dice la Biblia, Caín mató a su hermano Abel. Qué bueno es ser borincano, decirlo con mucho empeño, llevarlo a orgullo, mi hermano, ser puertorriqueño. Qué bueno es ser borincano, decirlo con Llevando orgullo, mi hermano, se Miren si es bonito ser de Puerto Rico, que en el mundo entero somos poquititos. Miren si es bonito ser de Puerto Rico. Beban sus cócteles, coman sus carnitas, para mí pasteles y un palo de cañita. Beban sus cócteles, coman sus carnitas, para mí pasteles y un palo de cañita. Yo soy puertorriqueño y en mi terruño quiero morir. Brunzo a veces el ceño y aprieto el puño por no gemir. Yo soy puertorriqueño y en mi terruño quiero morir. Qué bueno es ser borincano, decirlo con mucho empeño, llevarlo orgullo, mi hermano, ser puertorriqueño. Qué bueno es ser borincano, decirlo con mucho empeño, llevarlo orgullo, mi hermano, ser puertorriqueño. Superar es lo que vamos, porque poderoso es lo que somos. 
Adelante seguiré, yo no me quedo atrás. Boricua soy y orgulloso estoy. Sí, señor. Cuando yo nací, ya mi familia estaba aquí. Cuando yo me crié, lo que aprendí fue el inglés. No faltó mucho para mí estar confundido por tener que asimilar. Por un tiempo estuve perdido, pero ahora es que yo sé de dónde son mis raíces. Yo soy puertorriqueño y se acabó la confusión. Yo soy puertorriqueño y se acabó la confusión. Sí. Oye, hermano, tú sabes que la familia Bosch es de Arrecibo, Puerto Rico. Oh, sí. Y la olivera es de Mayagüez. Es la cosa. Pa'lante seguiré, seguiré. Puertorriqueño soy, sí que soy. Y orgulloso estoy, donde quiera que voy. Aunque he nacido aquí, no se equivoque nadie. Yo soy puertorriqueño y hasta la muerte tú lo sabes, nene. Pa'lante seguiré, seguiré. Puertorriqueño soy, sí que soy. Y orgulloso estoy, donde quiera que voy. Donde quiera que yo voy, yo siempre represento a la tierra donde nacieron mis padres y mis abuelos. Pa'lante seguiré, seguiré. Puertorriqueño soy, como no. Y orgulloso estoy, donde si queremos echar pa'lante, nos tenemos que apoyar. Y a nuestra juventud la tenemos que educar. Ese es el futuro.
sangre y corazón. Boricua soy. Señores, quiero que lo sepa todo el planeta. Boricua soy. Yo, 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 yo soy hijo de la bomba y la plena. Boricua soy. Boricua, 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 100%. Boricua soy. Señor. Pero como soy buen morincano, no me dejes doblegar, no 
lugar con buenos desagües para así evitar que se tanque el agua y no haya inundación en el bello pueblo de Bayamón. No se ven aceras, ni calle, ni nada, San Pedro te pido, no llueva más. Cada vez que llueve en el bello pueblo de Bayamón, cada vez que llueve inundación, en el bello pueblo de Bayamón. Metropolitan campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 TNET, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. WFTU 89.1 FM. It's Marisol, and I'm here with King Louis and Jose, the Quad Squad. We're here. 
And also listening in is the queen of Latin radio, Miss Vicky Sola, whose legacy we are continuing here on the air at WFDU 89.1 FM. And we're just so happy today to be listening to some wonderful music and poetry brought to us by our family member, friend, brother, Mr. Richie Beltran. And we send all of our love to you, Richie, and to Michelle, Benicio, the kids, and the entire family. And, you know, we're just so grateful for today's show and just being able to get together and celebrate the wonderful, beautiful culture of Puerto Rico. So, as we said earlier in the program, this year is the 65th annual National Puerto Rican Day Parade, and it's a special one, not only because it's the 65th, but because it's probably the first one in a few years where people are able to actually attend and gather uh, in person as opposed to being virtual. So, we're going to bring back Richie, who's uh, waiting on the line. He's with us today by telephone, and we're just so grateful that he could be. So, Richie, we want you to, uh, to take it away. Well, thank you, Marisol. Thank you for the kind words and, again, for inviting me back this year. Um, you know, my parents migrated here from Puerto Rico probably, not probably, but in the late 1940s, and first to Manhattan and Chelsea, probably couldn't afford to live there <laughs> these days. But then eventually wound up in the Bronx, where I was, where I was born and raised up, and one of the things, my family was a large family, and one of the things we did for entertainment in the summertime was jump in the old cacharro and head off to Orchard Beach. And, you know, if you are live anywhere in the Bronx, Manhattan, or in the metropolitan area, or the New York City area, you probably know of Orchard Beach. And um, for a lot, many years, it's been a place where people of humble means were able to get there and for a little bit of money, you know, parking the car in the, in the lot or taking the train, number six train up to Pelham Bay and then jumping on the bus that took you to um, Orchard Beach for 15 cents. You know, you're able to spend a day out in the fresh air and have a nice time and get your mind away from different things uh, happening in your life. So my family did that. We went there a lot of times. I have great memories there. And I wrote a story about it of a typical trip of the Beltran family, probably on a Sunday in an old cacharro <laughs> uh, and spending a day at the beach. And it's called my Orchard Beach story. So it is mighty soul, and I'll be back later to talk a little more and enjoy the music. Orchard Beach by Richie Beltran. Orchard Beach, the crescent-shaped Puerto Rican Riviera on the shores of Long Island Sound, provided a much-needed respite from the hot summer days of the South Bronx projects where I grew up in the 1950s. We would go there as often as possible. Being a family of seven at the time, it was no easy task to get everything ready for our outing that would last from early morning to late at night. Often we were the first to arrive and the last ordered out of the picnic area by the police. 
As was their custom, my parents brought everything we would eat and drink that day. Preparations, mostly performed by my mother, would begin the day before. Often she would make a giant batch of masa de bacalaito, a mixture of shredded salted codfish, flour, seasonings, and water used to make fritters that she put in a large glass jar. My father would go to the corner bodega and buy several pounds of green bananas that would later be boiled in salted water as an accompaniment to the bacalaitos. He would also go into the rubble of the tenements that were being torn down to make room for more housing projects and collect the wood lath or slats that held the plaster together behind the walls. He would neatly tie the bundles of wood together that would serve as the lenya or fuel for my mother's fogon created in the barbecue pits of the beach's picnic area. With my mother's admonition, acuestense en adormir, que nos tenemos que levantar temprano para ir a la playa, we would eventually fall asleep despite our excited anticipation of a day at the beach. We would awaken to the wonderful aroma of my mother's freshly colado café bustelo. After having our breakfast, we would all help load up the family station wagon. It was an old used station wagon circa 1940 with real wood paneling along the sides and cool running boards. While it was parked in the neighborhood, I would often pretend it was a boat and stand on its running boards pretending to be its captain. With the wagon loaded to the gills and with what seemed like half of our apartment in the car, a formidable space engineering feat, we were off after a brief prayer by my mother asking God and the Virgin Mary to get us to the beach safely. In the 1950s, the Bruckner Expressway was just being built and the journey to the beach from the South Bronx was over local, pothole-filled streets. Often I thought the old boat we were riding in would split in two, but we always made it. The routine was always the same when we arrived in the Orchard Beach parking lot. We would park the car near the picnic grounds and secure a good spot with ample shade, two trees in close proximity to hang the hamaca, and a good fogon for cooking. After hastily unloading the wagon, my older brothers would take off to hang out with their friends, and my older sister would be assigned to keep an eye on me for the day. My father would start a fire in the fogon with the wooden slats so that my mother could boil some milk to be mixed with the black coffee that was colado at home earlier that morning. After they had finished their second cup of coffee for the day, our outdoor home was neatly set up. My sister and I would eventually make it to the beach and spend the day there. She hanging with her girlfriends, working on her tan, and me playing with my to toy soldiers and trucks in the sand. When the heat of the summer's day became too much, we would go in for a swim. Everyone knows how hungry you can get when you spend the day swimming and playing at the beach. When the hunger pangs became stronger than our desire to stay on the beach, we would head back to the picnic area. There my parents had a large pot of boiling water where the guineos verdes were poaching in their skins and an old thick bottom caldero 
or pot blackened from the wood fueled fire. The caldero would be filled with hot oil for frying the bacalaitos. My mother would use a ladle to spoon in just enough of the masa to form a saucer-sized bacalaito frito. My father would fashion a skewer from a wire clothes hanger that my mother would use to skillfully spear the crispy bacalaitos from the hot oil. Mommy would serve us each some guineos and bacalaitos. Talk about some down-home cooking. We would wash it all down with an ice-cold cup of Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid never tasted as good as it did on a hot day at the beach. As the sun began to set, all the kids would head back to the picnic area where we would all help load the old station wagon. With the requisite prayer by my mother for a safe journey home, we headed back to the South Bronx and our first floor apartment in the Patterson Projects. Until my first visit to Puerto Rico, I never realized the reason my parents liked to go to Orchard Beach so much when I was a child growing up in the Bronx. This is what our people love to do for relaxation on the island on their days off. Go to the beach, strike a fire, cook some food, have a few drinks, and spend precious moments with family and friends. For one day, my parents could pretend they were on their beautiful island catching a cooling sea breeze while swaying in a hamaca under the shade of a tree. Here my father could escape the oppression of the workplace and my mana the confining walls of our apartment. Here he was the cacique and my mother his beautiful Taina bride. Aunque nací en California, soy tan boricua como tú. Yo me crié con el mismo orgullo de ser boricua como tú. Tengo la sangre de mis viejos, indio, negro y español. Son tres razas que se unen para darnos más sabor. Y ahora me dicen New York, aunque no soy de Nueva York. Soy boricua, por favor Y dime que no Yo te lo digo así, yo soy pa 
Orgulloso. 
ilusión y mis cuitas de amor son recuerdos del alma. Una tarde me fui hacia extraña nación, pues lo quiso el destino, pero mi corazón se quedó frente al mar en mi viejo San Juan. Puertorriqueño, tienes que defenderla 
porque señores es nuestra bandera puertorriqueña. Siempre lucho por ella, defendiendo siempre nuestra bandera puertorriqueña. Y al piso un campo en la nueva era Al piso un símbolo vivo De la bandera puerta de diseño
campesino murió, un campesino murió, enterrado en el presidio. A mí mi padre me dijo, el presidente murió. Bandera, banderita. ¿Por qué? Porque si era un pobre mendigo. A mí mi padre me dijo, a mí mi padre me dijo, porque bandera pidió. Bandera, banderita, bandera, bandera, hecha de tela y colores, vale más que las flores y todos los profesores.
me acuerdo que Jamito me dijo, Mazo, te necesito. Mira cómo decía Jamito. Oye, Mazo, por el pecho no. Te necesito para que tú toques un programa a las 6 de la mañana. Y yo le dije, pero Jamito, esa hora yo no... ¿Qué cajo va a coger? Me dice, no te apures, tú apareces allá. Entonces yo esperaba que bajaron todo de, de, de corozal lleno de plátano y ahí me trepaba con el cuarto debajo del brazo y así sin estuche y dándole este sabor este a la música típica y de ahí pues me siento orgulloso de todo lo que Cristo me ha dado ¿Quién fue el que me dijo a mí?
Me voy para Puerto Rico a bailar a mi manera Porque me gusta su tierra, su gente y su bandera Pero me voy para Puerto Rico a bailar a mi manera Porque me gusta su tierra, su gente y su bandera La gente de Puerto Rico que conocí en Nueva York Me trajeron con cariño, por eso quiero esa gente Pero hay uno en especial que ha engrandecido esa tierra me refiero, por supuesto, al maestro Tito Puente. Me voy para Puerto Rico a bailar a mi manera, porque me gusta su tierra, su gente y su bandera. Pero me voy para Puerto Rico a bailar a mi manera, porque me gusta su tierra, su gente y su bandera. Oye, oye como dice ahora. Hey, me voy para Puerto Rico a bailar. Come the rhythm, sabroso, eh?
Puerto Rico.
Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University. This is WFDU FM and HD1 TNEC, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. Allí me espera mi 
WFU 89.1 FM. The show is Que Viva La Musica. This is Marisol. And I'm here with my brothers, DJ King Louis and Jose. We are presenting today's show thanks to our friend and family member, Mr. Richie Bertrand. And we are breaking in now. We're going to have Richie come back on. And uh, we just wanted to give some shout outs before them. Uh, we want to say hello to so many of you. Thank you for the phone calls today and reaching out to us on social media. Or text message, we want to say hello to Cucho Villegas. We want to say hi to David yes. Torres, John Emanuel, who always messages us on our Que Viva La Musica page. So if you look for us on Facebook, the show page is Que Viva La Musica. And you can stay connected to us, find out about upcoming shows and important information, see some pictures of us, and also uh, send us messages. So, John, so glad you're joining us today. We want to say hi to Adelina Martinez. Thank you so much for the phone call. Also to Greg Ryan, who called in. A big shout-out to Ralph and Camille out in Pitaya, Arroyo, Puerto Rico. They're really enjoying today's show. And, you know, love Richie coming on and presenting music and culture and poetry and history. So, so great to have you guys. And they're listening in from Puerto Rico, which is just so beautiful. Awesome. Uh, we want to say hi to Angelo Rios, who is a great supporter of this program. And he's feeling really connected to his roots. I know I am. I know you are, Louis, mm -hmm. and Jose being an adopted son of Puerto Rico, which is immersed in everything beautiful about our little island our big little island that we love <laughs> so 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 much it's part of us it's like we're listening to the music here um louis and louis and i and jose 
and you know it's just such an enjoyment so richie thank you so much and we hope you guys feel the same way we also want to say hi to lefty conga who always listens in every week and, and i'm sure he's enjoying Lou, I know you have some people to say hello to. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Wait, let me get my maracas. That oh, was yeah. a little quiet. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Que Viva La Musica. Like I always say, you, you could be tuned into anything else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate you. Thank you so very much. I want to say hello to some beautiful people. So, mi gente bella, Maria D. Diaz, Roberto Ramos, once again out there in California, Blanca Diaz, Iris Santiago, Dalia Moraba, um, Deborah Ortiz Delgado, Lucy Alvarez, Cynthia, Sa- Cynthia Santiago, um, Elizabeth Perez, uh, Katie Lorenzo, uh, the famous Honey Mama, of course, Evelyn D. Toro, who's hanging out with my little sis, Evie Brown, <laughs> and uh, my big bro-in-law, Vince uh, Vint Brown, uh, my big sister, my bro-in-law, Madeline and Faustino Sicario Ferreras in North Carolina. They're always listening in. Como están? Uh, my brother Omar Vasquez, Ozone, uh, he's doing his thing out there. Do, uh, he's probably driving around somewhere around the country doing his thing. Uh, congratulations on your new uh, certification, my brother. Uh, God Yay. bless and uh, safe travels, bro. Whippa! <laughs> and uh, a special shout out to the cable guy, Ariel. Thank you for 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 tuning in, my man, and thank you for the hookup last uh, the other night uh, for bringing my back my cable and my uh, internet. <laughs> Manuel Ayuso también, Patrick and Dama Donovan, and Joey Nazario, my man, and Manny Velez. Lefty Conga once again, thank you so very much for tuning in uh, to this beautiful, iconic show, man. <laughs> I want to say hello to my wonderful husband, Willie, who's listening yes. in. And also, we want to say hello again to the Queen of Latin Radio, Miss Vicky Sola, Vicky Sola, who's tuned in. And we are continuing Vicky's long, mm-hmm. rich, beautiful, wonderful legacy. And having Richie on today's show is part of that legacy. Yes. Richie's been on the show, coming on the show for, gosh, so many years, over two decades. Mm-hmm. And we're just so honored to have him. So he's here back with us to start the next hour. Richie. Hey, thank you, Marisol. Thank you again. Um, <laughs> I'm having a good time listening to my music. <laughs> Yay! And, you know, when I've recently, well, two and a half years ago, became a grandfather, Mima and I, and our little grandson, uh, Benicio. But, you know, one of the regrets I had as a parent was not teaching my kids enough Spanish. I could have done a better job. So when you're a grandparent, you get a chance, hopefully, if you're smart and intelligent, you will correct the mistakes you made of raising your kids and not make the same mistake with your grandkids. So we've been trying to teach Benicio some Spanish along with his English, and he's doing very well. Awesome. Awesome. And um, he is now, I think, at home listening to this, his mother taught him a way to spell his name, and she taught him to sing it like a little song. So I'm going to do it for you, Benicio. <laughs> B-E-N-I-C-I-O. That's how you spell Benicio. And he sings that, you know, and when he was little, um, I guess all kids develop little pet names for their grandparents. I know uh, King Louis G-Pop. I know his <laughs> G-Pop. And, and little Benicio, he, we told him that 
we're his abuelo and abuela. So he couldn't pronounce the whole word, so he did Lala, abuela. Oh, very called nice. Lala. He called Mima Lala. So Mima se quedado con Lala, Yama Visita al Cementerio by Richie Beltran. It was one of those beautiful February days in Umacao. The sky served as a blue backdrop to the puffy white clouds that seemed to hover low overhead. The sun was as hot as ever. El sol picaba, as we say in Puerto Rico. It would be the last day of this vacation. My wife and I had spent five days in Ponce for Carnaval two days high in the mountains of the Cordillera Central in Adjuntas at Villa Sotomayor, and one day asando un lechón in my brother Guilla's house in Las Piedras. It was now time to pay respects to my mother at her gravesite in Umacao. Last time I visited, I was sorry I didn't bring any flowers. Most of the other tombs had flowers and hers looked so barren. But Mommy would always say, Dame las flores en vida. That's why this past June I didn't bring any. Papi, I called out, Quiero visitar el cementerio hoy antes de irme para New Jersey. Vamos a llevarle unas flores a mami. Sí, no hay que hablar. Vamos a Pitusa y le compramos unas flores, said Papi, who had celebrated his 89th birthday this past January 6th. However, my wife Michelle had a better idea. Why don't we take her one of the plants Ida potted on the porch? Buen idea, no hay que hablar, said Papi. Papi, ¿cómo se llega al cementerio desde aquí? I inquired. Bueno, said Papi, de Humacao Centro, cogemos por la vieja carretera hacia Yabucoa. Cuando lleguemos a una luz, doblamos a mano derecha hacia Mariana, 
donde tu mamá tenía un pedacito de tierra. Es como medio kilómetro a mano izquierda después que doblamos. As we approached the turn, the route became familiar. Entering the cemetery, I began to remember how difficult it was to carry the coffin to her tomb. I remembered how we had to serpentine our way to her final resting place. Papi, I said, déjame yo ir adelante a ver si me recuerdo donde está la tumba de mami. After walking about 50 yards, I spotted it. I knew one day I would have to find it on my own. Papi finally caught up and joined us at the gravesite. This is what he said. Malta, mi negrita, estamos aquí hoy visitándote. Tus hijos Richie y Aira, tu yerna Mima y yo. Te traemos una planta sembrada por Aidita de tu color violeta, tu favorito. Me haces mucha falta. Pronto nos veremos otra vez. After a brief pause, Papi asked, ¿Alguien más quiere decir algo? No, I said. Yo le dije todo cuando mami estaba viva. I looked up at the blue cloud-laden sky and thought what a beautiful day it was, even as the tears welled up in my eyes. Desmentir de su cultura, su raíz. 
pregunta, somos boricua, ya que a la luna vuelvo y te digo que no, 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 no te confunda, somos boricua, ya que a la luna. Boricua ciento ciento. Somos boricua, sí. Sepan que en el Caribe hay una isla preciosa, auténtica y primorosa con sus preciosos palmares. Y nuestros indios taínos le llamaron Borinquén, más luego los españoles le dieron un bello nombre, Puerto Rico. Compaí, 
cae sobre sus palmeras y sus playas el mar agitan sus olas el firmamento brilla su mejor estrella para darle la luz a su preciosa arena por la mañana siempre sale el sol primero y se llena de luz el paraíso mío de montaña el jibarito canta un lelo like signo del mundo entero eres el bello sueño del mejor poeta que inspirado en ti se murió soñando con tu cielo azul y tus verdes campos tierra del Edén isla del encanto
Yes, and so does the entire world that's listening, Louis. Sorry. It's okay. No, this is live radio, <laughs> miente. You're listening to WFDU 89.1 FM. The show is Que Viva La Musica. This is Marisol. I'm here with my brother, DJ King Lou, and Jose Taporai. And we're all here celebrating Boricuanes. That's right. That's right. We, I mean, can we, we can't help it. It's just what it, it is what it is. Mi gente, we're here. It's the annual Puerto Rican Day Parade Show brought to you by Mr. Richie Beltran. And we're here celebrating Puerto Rican culture, music, history, all the goodness that we love so much. And um, we're having a great old time, so we're breaking back in. We're back. We're breaking back in because we're going to bring uh, Richie back on the air to share some more uh, about today's show. And I also, before we do that, I just wanted to give a few more shout-outs. I want to say hi to... 
a bunch of people who are listening out in Clifton, New Jersey. Tia Mary, bendición. <laughs> Clifton in the house. Not my tia, but she is a tia. So Tia Mary's listening. Jeanette Martinez Sanchez, Maribel Suarez, Luis Quinones. Vaya. Hi, Lou. Luis. Elizabeth Martinez, David Martinez, of course, my sister, Ceci. And they're all gathered today. Uh, the B-Day girl, the birthday girl today is Tia Mary. So, Tia Mary, very happy birthday to you. Many more in good health. We also want to say hello to Ramon Sanchez, who's also there with the yes, group. Indeed. And guess what, Lou? They're all celebrating, and they're listening to Que Viva La Musica while they're doing it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Isn't How that cool wonderful? is that? That's beautiful. Ramon Sanchez and his wife, Jeanette. Uh, uh, beautiful, man. Beautiful. Eso, vamos. Ma, let's make some noise. Hey. <laughs> I want to. I want to shout out también Ralph New York Taino, Ralph New York Taino Roldan, who's in Puerto Rico listening in. As usual, thank you, my brother, for the text. I truly appreciate it. Marcelina La Filipina Ramirez, La Presidenta, of course. We want to shout her out again and happy belated birthday. We uh, thank you for uh, always being you and listening in to. Us all the time. The number one, la presidenta. She's the president. That's I mean, it, yeah, president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what goes above that? Right? <laughs> Verdad, Marcelino? Absolutely, man. Yeah, beautiful, man, man. And, uh, yeah, and all of you out there listening, uh, wherever you are, thank you so very much for tuning in to Que Viva La Musica. Uh, we're continuing the legacy of Queen, the Queen of Latin Radio, Vicky Sola. And uh, we're here with Marisol Seldera, uh, Seldera Rodriguez, Jose Calderon, and me right here, DJ King Louie. And we're continuing the legacy of this iconic show that Richie Beltran puts on every year. And, uh, you know, it was one of my favorite shows to look forward to when I was listening, well, you know, back in the day. And uh, it's, it's still here, and we, we, we thank you very much, Richie, for putting on this tremendous show. We're getting a lot yeah. of great feedback, you know, love uh, people, you know, nostalgia, and uh, some tears out there also. You know Absolutely. <laughs> this last piece that he shared, Recita mm -hmm. Cementerio, really right? grabbed us. In the heart, you know mm -hmm, what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's just such a beautiful sentiment and something that we've all... Left me with a lump in my oh, foot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to bring Richie back on because he has more information to share. Richie, you there with us? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the uh, compliments. I appreciate it. And um, for folks that are not familiar, that chirping you hear in the background, you, <laughs> you may wonder what's going on there with that chirping. But that is the Puerto Rican tree frog, the coqui. One of the symbols of our country, and that's um, why we always play it during the show. You know, everyone who's Puerto Rican really has, um, really loves the sound of the coqui. Some people not of the culture may not appreciate it, but you know that lulls us to sleep at night <laughs> on the island. That's a coqui. Yes, Absolutely. Um, I want I forgot to uh, give a shout out to my nephew Jordan, who I'm sure. Is listening probably along with his mother. Ida, get well again uh, to you. Recently, folks, there was an important Supreme Court decision. And in an eight-to-one decision involving Puerto Rico, the Supreme Court made clear its colonial status, that is, of Puerto Rico. What I'm referring to is the Baello Madera case, the only dissenting opinion was by Justice Sotomayor, but there was a very interesting and unusual concurring opinion, which I'll tell you about later. But first, here are the facts. The plaintiff who brought the case, Mr. Vallejo Madero, lived, worked, and paid taxes here in the U.S. mainland for many years. 
He was receiving a Social Security benefit known as Supplemental Security Income, SSI. He moved to Puerto Rico and continued to receive the SSI payments. The government found out about this and ruled that he was not eligible for the benefit since he no longer lived on the mainland and now lives in Puerto Rico. He was sued by the Social Security Administration and told he must pay back the $28,000 in benefits he received while living in Puerto Rico. What was the justification on the U.S. government's decision to seek repayment of these benefits? It was what was called what is called the insular cases. These were a series of decisions by the Supreme Court in 1901 about the status of U.S. territories acquired by the by the U.S. in the Spanish-American War and the rights of the people of the territories of the Philippines, Puerto Rico, and Guam. The issue in the insular cases was, does the U.S. Constitution and the rights granted to its citizens apply to the people living in those territories? The Supreme Court ruled that full constitutional rights do not automatically apply to, quote, unincorporated territories, such as Puerto Rico, even if the people there are U.S. citizens. These, quote, unincorporated territories are owned by, but not part of, the United States. From the decisions of the insular cases, the doctrine of territorial incorporation was developed in which the Constitution only applies fully in incorporated territories like Hawaii and Alaska, which were deemed by the federal government to be on a path to statehood because, quote, unincorporated territories were not on a path to statehood. The Constitution applied differently in, in them to them. The insular cases are the justification for the colonialism and exploitation of territories acquired from Spain during the Spanish-American War and continues to this day in Puerto Rico, as we see in the Vallejo Madero case. At the root of the insular cases decisions was the view that these territories were, quote, and check this language, inhabited by alien races <laughs> who were inferior and not worthy of the as of the U.S. citizens. Today, the people of Puerto Rico only enjoy the rights under the Constitution at the will of Congress and the rest of the federal government. At any moment, any U.S. constitutional rights can be suspended in Puerto Rico. The 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution guarantees that anyone born or naturalized in the U.S. are citizens. The insular cases established that, quote, unincorporated territories are not part of the U.S., so the citizen clause of the 14th Amendment does not apply. Only Justice Sotomayor dissented. She wrote, quote, there is no rational reason for Congress to treat needy citizens living anywhere in the U.S. so differently from others, end of quote. As journalist Juan Gonzalez points out in his interview on this issue with Amy Goodman on Democracy Now!, and I'm quoting Juan, I think the far more significant development in this case, and one that most of the media coverage in the last few days has overlooked, was that there was a separate concurring opinion issued by one of the court's most conservative justices, Neil Gorsuch. In his 10-page opinion, his 10-page opinion is one of the clearest 
and most eloquent statements exposing U.S. colonialism that's ever been issued by a Supreme Court justice. Here is part of his opinion, and I'm quoting him now. A century ago, in the insular cases, this court held that the federal government could rule Puerto Rico and other territories largely without regard to the Constitution. It is fair time to acknowledge the gravity of this error and admit that we know what we know to be true. The insular cases have no foundation in the Constitution and rest instead on racial stereotypes. They deserve no place in our law. He continues, the flaws in the insular cases are as fundamental as they are shameful. Nothing in the Constitution speaks of incorporated and unincorporated territories. Nothing in it extends to the latter only certain supposedly fundamental constitutional guarantees. And he goes on to say that the insular cases are a product of a period of ugly racial stereotypes and the theories of social Darwinists. But they have no home in our Constitution or its original understanding. Under this court's cases, we are asked to believe that the right to a trial by jury remains insufficiently fundamental to apply to some 3 million U.S. citizens in unincorporated Puerto Rico. At the same time, the full penalty of constitutional rights apparently applies to the Palmyra Atoll, an uninhabited patch of land in the Pacific Ocean, because it represents our nation's only remaining incorporated territory. It is impossible and embarrassing state of affairs, end of quote. He said the only reason that he voted in the majority in this case that no one asked him to overthrow the insular cases, not even the litigants on the other side. He extends his opinion by saying, but the time has come to recognize that the insular cases rest on a rotten foundation and I hope the day comes soon when the court squarely overrules them. Our fellow Americans in Puerto Rico deserve no less. This concurring opinion is a rare agreement between a conservative originalist justice and one of the court's most liberal justices, Justice Sotomayor. What does this demonstrate? That Puerto Rico's mistreatment and colonial status is obvious to both sides of the political spectrum. It's also why we so, are so fiercely proud and protective of our nuestra patria, Puerto Rico. Take it away, Marisol. Arriba, Cali!
Bañada en la blanca espuma de sus lindísimas playas A donde arrulla la brisa y entre lindísimas palmas Hay un trocito de tierra que se ve chirriquitito Yo no lo puedo olvidar, pues se llama Puerto Rico Ay, morirte, tierra de encanto Oye este ritmo, que yo te canto Ay, Borinquen, tierra de encanto, oye este ritmo, que yo te canto. Por lejos que yo me encuentro, mi Puerto Rico querido, yo no te podré olvidar, porque hasta sueño contigo. Hoy yo me siento orgulloso por haber nacido allí Viva Borinquen querida, nunca me olvido de ti Viva Borinquen querida, nunca me olvido de ti Ay Borinquen, tierra de encanto Oye este ritmo, que yo te canto Ay Borinquen Lelo, 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 lelo
Saben darle valor, lo quieren todos, lo felicitan y lo bendicen con su calor. Eso sí que son borinqueños. Son de veras puertorriqueños. Esos boricuas que están ausentes vivirán siempre en mi corazón Porque me hicieron sentir tan grande, grande como Cristóbal Colón Esos boricuas tienen bandera y esa bandera es su corazón Sin franja roja y sin estrella, pero repleto de bendición Son borinqueños, son de veras puertorriqueños, vaya.
sé lo que son los encantos de mi morinquen hermosa y al entonarle mi canto por siempre le llamaré preciosa yo sé de sus hembras trigueñas mi tierra riqueña por siempre le llamaré preciosa Isla del Caribe Isla del Caribe Borinque Preciosa te llaman las olas del mar Preciosa por ser un encanto, por ser un Eden. Y tienes la noble hidalguía de la madre España y el fiero cantío del indio bravío. Lo tienes también Preciosa te llaman los bardos Que cantan tu historia No importa el tirano que trate Con negra maldad Preciosa From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM. Preciosa, preciosa, te llaman los Será sin bandera, 
την λαωρωτή γλώρια Πρεσίωσα, πρεσίωσα Με λιαμαλωσίως De la WFTU 89.1 FM, you're listening to Que Viola Musica. It's Marisol, I'm here with DJ King Louie and Jose. We're here, the Quad Squad, carrying on the legacy of the great Vicky Sola. And today we're doing the annual Puerto Rican Day Parade Show. Thanks to our family member, Richie Bertrand, who puts it together. Richie put all of the music together today. And um, obviously, the short stories and, and that he's shared also. So he did all the work today, so he made it pretty easy for us, and we've been able to sit back and enjoy this wonderful music, that last song, Preciosa. I mean, you know, it just takes you, it really grabs you. Such a beautiful song, and, you know, we have, for those of us, Puerto Ricanos, and all of you who love us, you know, <laughs> our music is such a beautiful gift, and uh, we really, really enjoy it. We want to thank all of you for listening in. We've had some callers, so we thank you for giving us your feedback. Also, uh, everyone who's reaching out to us via text or on social media, thank you so much. We wanted to take the time to let you know that the 65th Annual National Puerto Rican Day Parade will take place on New York City's 5th Avenue from 43rd Street to 79th Street Sunday, June 12th, beginning at 11 a.m. And it will be broadcast live on WABC-TV Channel 7 in this area starting at noon Eastern Time. The parade will also be broadcast on the ABC-affiliated station in Puerto Rico, Tele Cinco, which is Channel 5 in, on the island, and streamed on the station's website, abc7ny.com. And you can also catch it on the free apps on Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, Apple TV, Roku. And for more information, you can visit the parade website at nprdpinc.org, or you could just Google National Puerto Rican Day Parade. Uh, we have some events that we wanted to share with you before we bring Richie back on uh, to share his next piece with you. Uh, let me let you know that on Saturday, August 20th, <coughs> Orquesta Aragón will be performing at Lehman Center in the Bronx, I believe. El, Septet El Septeto Nacional de Ignacio Piñero will also be performing with them that Saturday, August 20th at 8 p.m. at Lehman. El Gran Combo will be celebrating their 60th anniversary on Friday, November 18th. That's also at Lehman Center. So mark your calendars for that. Lehman Center is located at 250 Bedford Park Boulevard West in the Bronx. And you can give them a call at 718-960-8833 to get more information. You can also get online at lehmancenter.org for this, these two events and other concerts that they have coming up. Uh, SOBs will feature Pupi Los Que Song Song on July 1st and doors open at 11 p.m. You can get more information at SOBs.com. SOBs is a legendary venue located at 204 Varick Street in New York City. And again, you can get more information at SOBs.com. G&G, Gonzalez and Gonzalez restaurant, uh, lounge, uh, venue, it's also a pretty big space. They have live music almost every day of the week, and some upcoming events are John Dandy Rodriguez and his group on June 9th. They, the band hits at 9.30 p.m. 
Willie Villegas y Entre Amigos will be performing on June 17th at G&G's. The band hits at 11.45 p.m. And on June 23rd, Jimmy Bosch and his band will be playing at 9.30 p.m. That's June 23rd. Gonzalez and Gonzalez is located at 192 Mercer Street in New York City. You can get online at gygnyc.com. And if you want to give them a call and make reservations or find out more about the calendar, you can call 212-473-8787. The Westgate Lounge will be featuring the Mambo Palladium All-Stars. That's Saturday, June 18th for their Saturday Night Salsa event. It's going to feature Angel Rios, Leo Gruber, and Arlene G., There will be a DJ on site. The doors open at 8 p.m. And the band plays two sets at 10 p.m. and 11.30. Friday Night Disco will take place on the the night before. That's June 17th. And it's the Dancing Machine Band. It's a 70s tribute band. If you guys want to get your funky groove on with some (laughs) Friday Night Disco at the Westgate, that's June 17th. Doors open at 8 p.m. and the band hits at 9. And the Westgate is available for overnight stays. You can also visit their restaurant for pickup and enjoy their award-winning cheesecakes to go. So we want to say hi mm-hmm. to Jimmy, Lisa, yes. Donna, and the entire Westgate family and staff. The Westgate Lounge is located at 26 Route 59 in Nyack, New York. You can give them a call and get information on everything I just said about them. That's 845-358-8100 Westgate Lounge. So uh, I'm going to pause there and let my brother speak before we bring Richie on. King Louis. Yes, Marisol. Okay. Couple of quick shout outs. <clears throat> excuse me. Couple of quick shout outs uh, and uh, uh, notifications uh, right now. Going on right now at Vanderbilt Ave out in Brooklyn, five fifty Vanderbilt Ave in Brooklyn. Uh, it's uh, five p.m. to six p.m. An outdoor salsa night uh, for you salseros out there in Brooklyn. It's going on right now for an hour. And uh, also uh, Chino Pons and Grupo Irek along with our good friend Joe Rivera of Conjunto Imagen Fame, uh, Cuban Salsa Night at Sofia's of Little Italy. That's tonight at Sofia's of Little Italy, 143 Mulberry Street, uh, RSVP 1212-219-9799, 212-219-9799. That's today. So go check them out. Grupo Irec, Chino Pons Grupo Irec, along with our friend Joe Rivera of Conjunto Imagen Fame. And I also want to shout out again, once again, my brother uh, Ramon Sanchez and his wifey Jeanette. And it's Mama's birthday. Uh, that, uh, happy birthday and many, many more to Mary Martinez. Uh, have a wonderful birthday. They're listening to us, like you mentioned before, Yay, at the birthday brother, party. Brother. Bye, Mama. Well, Woo-hoo. Happy birthday and <laughs> many, many, many more. <laughs> Take it away, Marisa. All right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, I'm going to bring Richie on now, who's been waiting so patiently while we've been chit-chatting here. Richie, are you there? I'm right here. Thank you, Marisol. Uh, okay. I'm glad you're all having a good time. I'm having a good time here also by my little lonesome here, but uh, awesome. maybe next year we'll all be together. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, okay, well... That last piece I read about that insular case is very important. You know, we say we viva Puerto Rico, we love Puerto Rico, our island, but I think many of us are not informed as to what is actually going down and how the island is being, you know, slowly taken away from us. So I, taken away from us. So I 
um, would encourage you to look up things like the, nowadays it's so easy you could Google everything and at least that'll work. Google the insular cases, which we just spoke about. Also, the Four Acre Act of 1900, which established the colonial form of government for Puerto Rico right after it was invaded in 1898, the Four Acre Act. Also, look up Law 22 which is a law that was passed, I think, in 2010 um, to give tax breaks to investors in Puerto Rico while denying the people of Puerto Rico services, like many of the schools that have been closed, um, the inferior uh, electric power grid in Puerto Rico. I mean, there's so many problems uh, there. So... Um, the other, some of the other issues that have been going down, they're trying to sell some of our natural areas or important uh, areas in Puerto Rico, like the Caguana um, Taino Ceremonial Site, which is the wow. most mm. important site in the Caribbean of indigenous people. And that was, thankfully, was defeated. They tried to privatize some of that area. And also, look up the U.N. General Assembly Resolution 1514, which was drafted on December 4th, 19, which deals with granting independence to colonial peoples, stating that all people should be free and have the ability to make a decision on their own, their relationship and the form of government that they would have and not have it imposed. That junta that was imposed in Puerto Rico essentially we have people governing the people of Puerto Rico who were not elected by the people of Puerto Rico. So I encourage you to, uh, you know, look into it and educate yourself and your family and your kids so you know what the story is. All right, so the next story that I wrote is, uh, I guess it's self-explanatory. So we'll just get into that and then we'll be back later on to say goodbye, but enjoy the music and enjoy this next piece that I wrote. Thank you again, Marisol, Louis, and Jose, El Guajiro. <laughs> Here we go. Los Mangos del Bate de Norma by Richie Beltran. What existed here was poverty, said June, short for Junior, the oldest of 13 children born to Don Emilio and Doña Yuya Lopez in Las Piedras, Puerto Rico, sometime in the pre-war 1940s. See that road over there, pointing to the two-lane paved road that today intersects the Lopez's eponymous barrio? Well, it didn't exist back then. It was a narrow dirt path. We used to travel up the road on carts pulled by oxen. Papi used to rent this land from the Roy family of Umacao who owned most of the land in Las Piedras. At that time, it was part of the municipality of Umacao in eastern Puerto Rico. We planted plantains, bananas, corn, breadfruit, tubers, tobacco, coffee, oranges, grapefruits, mangoes, and more. We raised chicken and pigs. Since I was a boy, I have worked very hard on the land. We never had much money and basically lived off the land. It wasn't until Papi started planting sugarcane that we really began to earn enough money 
so that Papi was able to save and purchase these 13 acres from the Roig family for at that time the mighty sum of $500. When Mommy and Papi died, the 13 acres were evenly divided up among the 13 children, one acre each. Since then, most of us have built homes here and most of the people of this barrio are related in some way, finished June as he went off machete in hand to work the land as he had done every day since he could remember. My sister-in-law Norma, one of the 13, married my oldest brother Guille. They have since built their house on the one acre of land from her parents' finca or farm. The front of their house has a large paved area that Norma refers proudly to as her bate. The original inhabitants of Puerto Rico, the Tainos, call the open, flat areas in front of their huts bates. Here the Tainos gathered and organized their arietos, which celebrated or commemorated weddings, deaths, births, good growing seasons, victories over invaders, and other significant events. They also played their ball game called Batu, a game similar to soccer in the sense that the ball could not be touched with the hands. In Norma's Bate grows a giant mango tree, a remnant of the old Lopez farm. Mango trees, originally from India, sometimes yield copious amounts of fruit and sometimes very little or even none of these juicy treasures. One year, my wife, Michelle, and I traveled to Puerto Rico, and as is our habit, we always stop in a supermarket to pick up a few things before checking into our accommodations. Entering the store, I spotted some wonderful-looking mangoes. They were large, beautifully colored, a reddish hue, and unblemished. Gorgeous, I thought. Ninety-nine cents each. I bought several. Since Norma and Guilla's house was on the way to our accommodations, after shopping in the supermarket, we stopped to visit them. Parking my rental car in Norma's Bate, I noticed tens of mangoes all over the ground. It seemed that it was one of those years when the old mango tree had produced an abundant amount of fruit, so much so that Norma could not keep up with the constant falling of the ripened fruit on her Bate. The mangoes were smallish, a yellowish color and blemished. They did not have the same uniform, beautiful color as the ones I had just purchased. They were homely looking. After visiting for a while, we bid Norma and Guille goodbye as we were tired and wanted to check into our rental apartment. As we left, Norma offered us some of the mangoes from her tree that she had in a bowl on her table. Not wanting to be rude, I didn't mention the beautiful ones I had just purchased and took the unsightly bagful offered by Norma. Arriving at our rental, I was a little hungry and decided to have one of the mangoes from the supermarket. I bit into its beautifully colored skin, peeled it, and took a bite. Yuck! What a dry, tasteless excuse for a mango. It tasted like cardboard. Disappointed and still hungry, I grabbed one of the ugly ones Norma gave me from her tree. I peeled the skin back, and as I did, the mango's fragrance intoxicated me. 
I bit into its tender flesh. The juice ran down my chin onto my shirt and followed a path down the length of my forearms. How delicious! What a treat! After devouring a few more, I began to reflect on this experience. Sure, immediately don't judge a book by its cover and beauty is only skin deep cliches come t came to mind. But what really hit me was the thought of how wonderful it would be if once in our lives we could find something or someone as beautiful looking on the outside as the mangoes I bought in the supermarket that at the same time were as good on the inside as the ones Norma had given me. Then I thought, hey, I have that already. Her name is Michelle, my wife. Zabazoo. 
Silva, Santito Colón, Gilberto Morroy, Noro Morales. La niña y la Santa María llegaron un día borinquen. Cuando la pinta la niña y la Santa María llegaron un día borinquen. El cacique ya sabía lo que la gente traía. La niña y la Santa María llegaron un día borinquen. Cuando la pinta la niña y la Santa María llegaron un día borinquen. Los taínos no comprendían, querían la rebelión, pero el español traía sabiduría y preparación.
su propia bandera desplegada al sol. Los hombres que en tiempo de España tuvieron tesón. Ah, si existieran patriotas como eran Barbosa, de Diego y Muñoz, quizás mi patria no fuera tan pobre, mi esclava. De extraña nación Hoy no tienen los boricuas En la tierra ni un rincón No les queda más que un grito Que se ahogó en el corazón Una lágrima de fe Y una lágrima de amor Como eran Barbosa, de Diego y Muñoz Ah, si mi patria tuviera su propia bandera desplegada al sol ah, si vivieran los hombres que en tiempo de España tuvieron tesón ah, si existieran patriotas como eran Barbosa de Diego y Muñoz quizás patria no fuera tan pobre mi esclava de extraña nación hoy no tienen los mariguas en la tierra ni un rincón no les queda más que un grito que se ahogó en el corazón una lágrima de fe y una lágrima de amor ay si existieran patriotas como eran Barbosa de Diego y Muñoz Felicidad 
camino Si yo vendo mi carga Mi Dios querido Traje a mi viejita Voy a comprar Yes, sir. 
Santurce es la bella tierra rodeada por los mares dorada del sol de oriente y dormida por sus palmares. Hoy sus hijos están de fiesta gozando al sol de sus soles a esa tierra tan querida que la dueña de
Yes, indeed. Que viva la música. WFDU 89.1. Right here in New York City, baby. In the New York City metro area. We're here with DJ Marisol Celdeira Rodriguez, Jose Calderon, and me right here. And of course, the queen of Latin radio, Vicky Sola. And you're tuned into this iconic show of Richie Beltran and his music. He put it together, and we are enjoying ourselves, talking about, it's given us life. You know, it's given us memories and, and great times, and, you know, times pass, and, and it's a spectacular show. Thank you for tuning in to us, and we appreciate you, Marisol. Yes, Am my I brother. Right? Yes, you are so right. <laughs> We've been here reminiscing about childhood, and if you remember, you know, some of the relatives giving you something that you didn't like, and if you didn't like it, bueno... <laughs> Because you're not going to get any new food. You had to eat that liver or the, oh my goodness, chicken gizzards. Mm -hmm. For me, it was the mondongo that kind of traumatized me. You know, I never became a fan of that. And then we were talking about other positive things, you know, like all of the cousins' nicknames and mm -hmm. the uncles' nicknames. Everybody has a papo. Junito, a, a junior, <laughs> a, you know, a tita. We all have those in our Absolutely, family. So we were, yeah. you know, thanks to Richie, we've been able to. Reminisce about so many things. So why don't we bring Richie on? Richie, you there? I'm here. Yay! Thank you. All right. Well, <laughs> 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 I had a fun time today. It was really good. You know, I'm not doing any shows on uh, the air anymore too often. I'm kind of semi-retirement here. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I had a great time. You know, just one more thing that Ralph uh, New York Taino reminded me is another issue, a big issue in Puerto Rico is, is the hotels and the crypto millionaires going down and buying all the beachfront property and then prohibiting Puerto Ricanos from using the beaches. Really? You know, the people historically, the beaches have belonged to the people and the hotels have to allow access. Uh, you know, to the beach. So you could walk through El San Juan Hotel, which I've done, and, and go to the beach, and they can't stop you or not allowed. I don't know what's happened since then recently, but um, that's one of the things that's gone down there as well. So, But anyway, um, I wish you guys have a, a great summer. Maybe I'll make some concerts in the street, and we can hook up or something. Um, okay. but I've been trying to stay away a little bit from that, but... Uh, now, Benicio's going to go back to, uh, he's going to uh, school probably in September, and he's going to uh, uh, summer camp in August, so he won't be around us uh, like he is now, so we might be able to um, relax our precautions for the COVID. But anyway, thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Richie, we appreciate you. Yes. We look forward to, you know, God willing, the end of this year on the holidays, having you back for your traditional Puerto Rican <laughs> Christmas. And, you know, on behalf of all the listeners, thank you for sharing from yourself and your family's history and for loving Puerto Rico so much. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Beautiful mm -hmm. memories, and thank you so very much for putting those great thoughts uh, into our heads and stuff. You describe everything so beautifully. You can picture it, you know? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. So the last song I chose was uh, Bobby Capo's Soñando con Puerto Rico, which is a beautiful tune. Enjoy, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the day. Si por casualidad duermes 
y sueñas que te acaricia la brisa y sientes que el rocío mañanero besa tiernamente tu mejilla y el aroma del café te hace cosquilla seguro sueñas que estás en Puerto Rico si por casualidad duermes y sueñas que te enamoran las olas y que hay un cielo azul en conjura con la luna para hacerte prisionero no lo digo porque es la tierra que quiero seguro sueñas que estás en Puerto Rico yo no puedo ocultar el orgullo que siento de ser puertorriqueño y que mi pensamiento no importa dónde voy se juega hacia la islita no importa dónde voy a la tierra bendita mi pensamiento vuela Por casualidad duermo y notas que una lágrima me brota. Seguramente es que yo sueño que camino por las calles de mi pueblo y en el ventorrillo aquel de mi... 